Hello and welcome to another episode of Grow Like a Pro on 610 WTVN with your host, Adam Bankhurst and Ron Greenbaum. And Grow Like a Pro is a show all about learning how to achieve your goals and dreams as a business owner, but it's also about growing as a person and learning from some of the most incredible and successful people in the world from all walks of life and really having them share their stories to give you inspiration to help you achieve your dreams. And this week, we're so excited to welcome Tanya Eberhardt, the founder of Brandface, and Michael Carr, the COO of Brandface, and the CEO of Michael Carr and Associates to the show. And we couldn't be happier. Welcome to the show, both of you. Thank you so much, Adam. It's so good to be here with you and Ron. Nice to be here, guys. Thank you. Yeah, we really appreciate the time. And you know what, Ron, I think this is not the first time you've talked to these people. What do, what do you think? Yeah, you know, I'm really excited about this show, uh, Adam, because... Uh, Tanya uh, was a principal, really, in getting the Basement Doctor brand up to where, you know, I can't walk down the street now without everybody thinking I'm Brad Pitt. So, you know, <laughs> I love yeah, it. Yeah, that's, uh, I am the pretty face of uh, the podcast. And, you know, Tanya absolutely made sure I was. So uh, it was very interesting how uh, meeting her really made a major difference in the growth of my brand. Yeah. And, and so, you know, Tanya, what is Brandface for those who are unfamiliar? It's a great name because I'm sure people do, but, but what exactly is Brandface? Sure, sure. So, so in a nutshell, Adam, we're a personal branding firm and here's our elevator pitch. We help business stars define, develop, and display their point of differentiation so they can stand out, outmarket, and outsell their competition. Gotcha. And that's, uh, yeah. And how long have you guys been doing this for? since 2000 and well 13 2013 was when the first book was written mm -hmm. uh, I've actually been doing this uh, there was a probably a constant thread of personal branding throughout the last 30 years of my life of doing this through I started when I was selling vacuum cleaners door to door actually Ron may remember that story a little bit but yeah you yeah you started this when you were 10, right? Exactly. 10 years old. <laughs> you hit the nail on the head. But I was selling vacuum cleaners door to door, paying my way through college. And uh, I realized I just couldn't walk up to somebody's door and say, hey, let me in. I have a vacuum cleaner to sell to you. <laughs> I had to have a story to go with that. You know, I had to introduce myself and make them empathetic toward me one thing like poor college student let's just let her in and you know and I used to say things like if you just let me demonstrate this vacuum cleaner I get points toward college well you know shh, I did not no one needs to know that except all the people listening to WTVN right now <laughs> but but uh, that helped me to understand that people would open their doors and their hearts to you more if they understood part of your story and then I started uh, I actually was, quote, discovered uh, doing that by a radio station engineer. And uh, I demonstrated and sold a vacuum to he and his wife. And then he called me and said, there's a position available in radio. I want you to come interview for it. It's a sales position. Well, fast forward 18 years later, I was still in media. And the common thread through a lot of things that I did was to first starting in radio, bring my clients into the studio and work with them one by one on being the voice of their brand. 
it, because as soon as I hit radio, I noticed that all these people like Ron is a perfect example. And I wasn't in his market way back then. I was in Florida, but Ron would be a perfect example. There were business owners in that market that were like rock stars. It's like, you know, they walked down the street and everybody knew who they were um, and they were just known all over the place. And I realized that right away. And that's when I started pulling in those um, uh, clients one by one into the studio and helping them craft their message to attract their ideal customers and to really get more of their story out. And I did that sporadically through many years until I decided in 2013 to focus in on, on it 100%. Great. That's fantastic. And you know, Michael, you have a big history in real estate. So how, how did that kind of transition into brand face? And um, is it still something that I mean, I think a lot of your clients are in the real estate business. So I'd love to kind of hear your story coming into brand face. Yeah, I, uh, I was a auctioneer trained. Um, and that was my main craft. And the guy that taught me how to do that, and was my mentor told me to get my real estate license to sort of make some extra money. And uh, it ended up being the the main craft and then auctioneering became a way to make a little extra money but in 2000 I opened up a brokerage but I didn't really do anything with it but my own personal investments and helping friends and things like that and then um, 2006 because of my auction experience and being a broker in three states already I partnered with a company out of Irvine California when the mortgage debacle uh, hit and we went after the Bear Stearns port residential portfolio and got it and then we spent the next seven years uh, traveling in the United States, selling off the residential portfolio for them. And, uh, and, and what it ended up being was I was involved with, at that time, well over 60,000 residential transactions. I had been licensed in 30 states, but auctioneers are always working themselves out of a job. And I knew that. And so when I was done with that, uh, as it began to wind down, I came back to my hometown and wasn't done working and said, well, uh, I'll buy a piece of property here or there. And I bought a piece and the lady said, you should be a broker. You should open up your own brokerage. And I let her talk me into it. And then she said, hey, your marketing stinks. And uh, <laughs> it ended up being Tanya's aunt. And so then she tricked me saying, Tanya's expecting your phone call and you should call Tanya. You should call Tanya because she can save us. She could save us and make our company into something. And then Tanya finally called me and she was telling Tanya that I was expecting her phone call. So she sort of tricked us into talking. Uh, but Tanya at that time had a full uh, service type of a marketing company and she had worked with Ron and, and some other big business people that I aspired to be. And so I said, you know what, I trust her that she knows what she's talking about. And we just applied those brand face principles to my brokerage and it continues to grow and, and uh, double just about every year in the past seven years, my brokerage has doubled in volume. Uh, just applying the brand face principles, the same ones that she worked with Ron with. Yeah, it's, it's, the results are in action, which is great to see. And, you know, it's, it seems like you guys, since then, you've co-authored two books together about, you know, the experience, like what, what, what was that like? And what else are some of the big things that you've done that you've, that have caused all this, you know, incredible growth? Well, I, I, I'll answer that one. I, I, you know, I think one of the main, main things we did was early on was we focused in one genre and that was the real estate. So when I saw the big differences that it made in real estate and I realized that real estate already kind of had a propensity to uh, put themselves out there, right? Real estate agents, their face was on a lot of their yard signs and their business cards and things like that. So I realized, okay, these people want to do this. They want to be 
to put themselves out there and be that face of their own business, but they don't always know how or what's most powerful or impactful. And then we focused on that genre and now we've grown it to, we have real estate clients in over 41 states and three other countries. So that's really, if I had to say, it's just being persistent, putting your nose to the grindstone, staying in that one genre for now. Now we have worked with people across other industries, but most of the business we've done thus far has been in the real estate genre. And I think that is one of the biggest reasons for the success is that super targeting that. Yeah. And, you know, with, with the whole focus on real estate, I, I guess, you know, well, this will probably bleed into our next section, but how did you guys end up meeting with Ron? Where did that whole thing start? Cause obviously he's not so much in the real estate business as he is in the basement and home improvement business. Yes. You know, I'd like to tell that story. Cause I think it's Please. an interesting one. If I can, um, the, uh, in Columbus, the, uh, home and garden show, uh, was something that used to be a, a pretty giant event. This year, they're not even having it because of COVID. But at that time, I was uh, a major sponsor and the Columbus Dispatch owned the Home and Garden Show. So we were so busy in our booths that uh, the dispatch said they wanted to put a TV on the outside of my booth and run a uh, like a little bit of a commercial on you know what we did and they hired uh, Tanya to produce it. And she had been working, she had a contract to work with uh, the Dispatch Media Group. So she sent me an email and she asked me, she said, I wanna do a little interview with you. And she had about three or four questions. So I, I, I knew immediately that I really liked this woman because I sent back a reply saying, those are really bad questions. <laughs> and, <laughs> anyway True story. And um, do the interview. and. <laughs> She wrote back in a really nice way and said, you know, I've always wanted to meet you and you're probably right. And uh, she, it was just like unbelievable that she took it so well. So she came in and did an amazing job after I gave her the questions. But no, seriously, <laughs> she did an amazing job. And, we, you know, sometimes you meet people and you instantaneously, Michael knows this, you know that these are legitimate people. And I just, I, learned a little bit about her story which she told a little bit earlier and um she ended up i hired her as a consultant because i wasn't happy with my logo i hated the way my logo worked and i said and i wanted a brand audit and she said i can do that for you and it took her a couple months and she interviewed every she was really thorough on it and she did it for three companies not not just one but three of my companies and she did an amazing job and she put together about 10 steps of, for each company and of what we needed to do to get the, and um, the bottom line was, I said, well, I don't have anybody that can really do that. So I need you to come in. And so for a couple of years, she really worked on, uh, on my companies. And at first, you know, it was a lot of resistance from my marketing people and, and other people. I had a business partner from one of the companies and everybody said, well, we don't need a consultant. And I said, Yes, we do. And we're hiring this woman and we did. And it was, it changed literally the face of everything we did. And it, it's still to this day, I'd say one of the crown jewels of, of what we did. And I'm a big giant fan of, uh, of Tanya and Michael, because I've, I've gotten to know him as a little bit as well. And what they've done in terms of brand face for real estate is really great stuff. And um, so I think in the next segment, uh, we certainly can talk about 
how they created something that was a, a big necessity for people with big egos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like me. <laughs> and pretty faces. Yeah. And pretty, don't forget doesn't... the pretty buddies. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Thank you, Ron. That's so kind. Yeah, but I think that's that's a great jumping off point because there's a lot more of this story to tell. So make sure to stay tuned to Grow Like a Pro on 610 WTVN and we will be right back. Hello and welcome back to Grow Like a Pro on 610 WTVN with your hosts, Adam Bankhurst and Ron Greenbaum, and our special guests, Tanya Eberhardt, the founder of Brandface, and Michael Carr, the COO of Brandface and the CEO of Michael Carr and Associates. And, you know, if you've missed our previous segment, or if you have missed any of our shows and are new to Grow Like a Pro, we want to remind everyone that this show goes live on 610 WTVN every Saturday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But if you missed it, you missed any segment, you want to go back and listen to some of our other incredible guests. It is also available on podcast services around the globe at that same time. But without further ado, I want to jump back into the story of Tanya and Michael and Ron, because, you know, Tanya, Tanya and Brandface really helped Ron. And we were kind of teasing that a bit in the first segment. And I kind of want to start this conversation with not hearing from Ron, not hearing from the pretty face, but hearing from Tanya and kind of what you remember, what you saw when you started working with Ron and the basement doctor. Uh, well, the first thing is I knew I was already dealing with a highly successful brand. So, you know, he was one of those rock stars, you know, in the business world that I had seen, you know, so early on in radio. And, um, and of course, you know, that, that was, it was at the same time, it makes you sweat a little bit, right? Because you're coming into this big brand and you're suggesting changes and you're thinking, oh my God, you know, I could just get tossed out on my head here. (laughs) But, but I remember looking at the logo and thinking, okay, you know, that logo doesn't really represent what he wants in the future, right? And it needed to be more succinct, brought down into just more simple terms. So it was easier to display on print. And also it, you know, he said to me, I, I don't want my, my photo, you know, I'm not sure my photo needs to be part of the logo. And I thought, okay, well, I agree because it's, you know, unusual for a photo to be part of a logo, but being some, you know, the eventual founder of brand face, I mean, brand face, you know, (laughs) you got to put your face out there. So we came up with a, a likeness, we call it. It's not a caricature. It's not exaggerated. It's an actual likeness. It looks just like Ron and came up with that as part of the overall logo and it just cleaned it up and it gave him a way to be present forever without aging right well because everybody remembers ron now ron doesn't age we all know that right he's like the dick clark of 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 home improvement contractors So, so it really is great because it can last forever, (laughs) but I remember that. And I remember him being so kind about that because, uh, you know, you do go into that and you realize, okay, this guy has spent longer building his brand than probably I have been in, you know, in the business at that time. Uh, But I knew that I had something to offer that I had been working on that at that time for probably at least 15 years. Um, that I had had that vein of, of uh, personal branding running through everything that I had done. So it was, it was refreshing. Uh, Ron is always such a kind human being. He's honestly, you know, uh, and I would say this, you know, Ron, I say this because you're on here. I'll say it if you're not on here. 
you're one of my favorite people in the world. And there's a lot of reasons for that. And I'll never forget, I'm just going to go ahead and take over this interview here, guys. But I'll never forget the first time I went to meet with Ron, it was in a restaurant. And I kept thinking, okay, well, this is a good opportunity. It's, you know, I finally get to meet, you know, Ron. Uh, well, the first time was at your office. The second time was in a restaurant when you contacted me and said, I think I might have some work for you. And so I met you for that first time and I kept thinking, okay, well, you know, I know he's out there everywhere, you know, what does he really need? And one moment at that lunchtime, Ron, that you may or may not remember, I got out, I always took lots of notes and I got out my notebook and I said, I thought to myself, stop this conversation just for a second and go in a different direction. And I asked you, Ron, tell me about your childhood. Tell me about how you grew up. And that's when everything changed for me right? Everything changed because it wasn't just this businessman in front of me that I respected very much. It was a human being that I now understood why he was so successful, why he was so driven. And that's, a, of course, a, you know, a topic for another um, uh, podcast, which I encourage you highly to do, Ron, tell your own personal story. Uh, if um, You may have already, but if you haven't, it's I have, incredible. It's anyway, incredible. Yeah. It's an incredible story. So I really became very connected and, and uh, my respect level went through the roof at that point. And that's when everything became, it was more than just working with another business person and helping them improve their brand. It was working with a human being that I've respected very much and being able to help him do whatever he could to put that brand that he already had out there in a great, beautiful way. So I'll end well, that. Well, Tanya, you know, Relate every you you were a great example of this. I mean, relationships are everything in life, mm -hmm. and when you're a brand face, you know you're out there. You better have the kind of life you know style, or or you know you're you're going to be in a gas station pumping gas, and you've got customers pumping gas, and the last thing you want to do is is not do things the right way. But you know. You and Michael as well. You know, I've gotten to know Michael a bit. Obviously, you and I worked together for quite a while on a number of projects, and including some books and things like that. But, you know, I knew Michael had to be that same type of individual because you kept talking about him. I knew that uh, you had a, a great affinity for him. And, you know, you told me initially, you know, he didn't, uh, his marketing wasn't very good, but uh, that you were going <laughs> to fix that. Cats you know, out of the bag. <laughs> you, you didn't quite tell me about your aunt. I, I, I thought you said you saw him on a billboard, but anyway, maybe I remembered it wrong. But anyway, um, no, you know, absolutely. The And, and the thing that I, I remember distinctly was getting emails at four o'clock in the morning and, and while we were working together and saying, this woman never sleeps. <laughs> I thought I worked hard. You were the hardest working person I've ever met in my life. And uh, and I think that shows what an entrepreneur, you know, you grew this business. And when you grow a business, that's something I talk about all the time is how hard. And if you remember in my book, I talk about that a bit. But uh, anyway, you know, it uh, you have to have those kinds of relationships with customers. You know, we're friends, but we're also, you're, you know, I was a customer uh, on many projects. And uh you always over deliver. I mean, I will say that you always, always, always over deliver. And you taught me a lot. And as you said, I'm pretty, 
well-developed business person that I've had in a humble way, a lot of success. So, uh, but it's because of people like you that have come into my life and really made a big difference. And you really showed me what a brand face was about. And I was so happy when you wrote that book. And because I think it, it was a culmination, like you're saying, of a lot of things and a lot of, a lot of people that you helped. And, uh, you know, I, I still know how, how much, uh, you do for people when they are clients. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's brilliant, really. I second everything you just said. Oh, thank um, you guys. For sure. <laughs> everything that's awesome well you know ron with your brand i mean like we do what's called a three-step process the three d's define develop and display and in the define phase it's like what sets you apart what defines you what did you what do you stand for because those things that ron stands for trickle right down through his company, right? You are the face of that business and that brand. And, and you had that locked down. Everybody knew like why they were doing business with the basement doctor and, and most especially doing business with you. You know, even if they never met you, they felt like they were doing business with you because as it says on the back of all the brand Facebooks, people don't do business with a logo, they do business with a person. So you had that already. The two areas where we worked on and kind of improved things for you were just the development phase where what do these parts and pieces look like that visually represent the brand? What does the language sound like that explains why you should do business with the basement doctor over everybody else? And then the display phase of how do you take those branding elements and display them out there in a manner to get that point across. And those two areas were really most of what we worked on. So it was just such a pleasure to be able to do to do that. And you mentioned standing at a gas station, tell them what I told you about the first time I said, if you're going to be a brand face, you got to behave yourself. Is that what I told you? Yeah. yeah it's like, <laughs> you know, I don't want to hear about you, you know, hand gestures or cutting people off in town and things like that. I'm fixing to make you well known in your area and you're going to have to behave. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, it, and really we make light of it in cheek it because was. he did behave i gotta say the, and, the actual truth of it was she said you have to be authentic and what that yeah. what the real point that she was getting across was how important it is that you be an honest person and that you honestly take your craft with with great pride uh, of and pass that along to your clients and your customers and that really we were tongue-in-cheek about telling it but that's really the point that she was making across if i'm going to make you a brand face you have and to you, be what you are very authentic person and you know i knew that from the day i met you and uh again it, it comes across when people uh care about their customers or care about people or just you know are uh truly uh good you know individuals it does come across and you know you could try to be a brand face and put out a bunch of baloney and it'll come across i mean there are there are other people that uh other brands where people have done their own and things like that and i can give an example once of being at a golf tournament with a, a local uh brand that does way more advertising than me and he sat there in his golf cart and not one person wanted to talk to him and i was surrounded by all kinds of people that um came over and said oh wow I, you know i'd like to meet you i'm glad to meet you things like that and that's when it really dawned on me that 
it's not just about doing the commercials. It's about being approachable and how people feel about you. Absolutely. It is. And really, you know, that defines a brand. It's like how people feel about you and their, what they experience when they do business with you or they're, you know, in company with you. It's that feeling and that experience they have. And, and, you know, you can't, it's very difficult to work with an inauthentic brand. We don't, as a matter of fact, we just don't, you know, and, and, uh, and, and then when, you know, when Ron, you know, when you agreed to help co-author Brand Face for Home Improvement Professionals, that was another great day because, you know, right after the original Brand Face book was written, I thought, you know what, I've got two people here that are incredible businessmen, totally different, totally different backgrounds, incredible businessmen, watched your businesses soar. And I thought this would be such a great opportunity to help teach other people in the home improvement world and the real estate world, you know, from from the mouth of mouth of the person who created this great brand, uh, and and luckily you know you agreed to do that, and that was just a proud moment for us too. So thank you for agreeing to do that, Ron, and sharing what you knew much of what you knew before you even met me in that book. Yeah, and you know I'd love to dive a little bit deeper into the whole book process, but unfortunately we do have to take a break real quick. So make sure to stay tuned to Grow Like a Pro on six ten WTVN, and we will be right back. Hello, and welcome back to Grow Like a Pro on six ten WTVN with your hosts Adam Bankhurst and Ron Greenbaum, and our special guest Tanya Eberhardt, the founder of Brandface, and Michael Carr, the COO of Brandface and the CEO of Michael Carr and Associates. And if you've missed our show, if you're just coming to it, we've been talking to Tanya and Michael about Brandface, about you know making yourself into something that people respect, want to do business with, and obviously. Ron has been, you know, one of the main faces of Brand Face and in, in part of their journey because they've really helped him grow as the basement doctor and as a person. And in this segment, I, I do want to touch a bit on, you know, how you do help people get their brands out there, get their faces out there, as it were. And I know books are a big thing that we've kind of touched on before, but is, is I mean, is the book process something you want to try to do with a lot of your clients? Is it just certain people, like how does, how does it get to the point where you're like, man, I think this is how we're going to talk about this person in a book. Um, Okay. I would say that we get to that point when, when they're committed, right? When, when they appreciate the process, they're committed to it and we see the results from it. And I, you know, originally when Brandface um, started in 2013, I thought, you know, I'm going to have a co-author in lots of different genres. And then once you, once you kind of narrow and focus in on one that's just working really well, you kind of be crazy to vary from that too much. Right. So um, so I, what I look for in a co-author is somebody who believes in the process, believes in the brand, knows that this can work. And Ron, you know, was already there. And uh, Michael, uh, Michael didn't, Michael had a brand, made a brand for himself and a name for himself in the auction world. Like he was America's top selling real estate auctioneer, but he had not made a name for himself yet in his local community where he was just building a brokerage. So, so I had so much to work with on both sides and it was just, uh, I, I don't know if I'll do a lot more, uh, co-authors in the future. I don't know what we'll do with that. Um, 
but I know I have two of the greatest co-authors on this call right now. So, I mean, if I didn't get any more co-authors ever again, I got the two greatest. So I would say <laughs> well, that, and I don't well, have to be sure that nice. Best, for, <laughs> sure, for sure, two best looking. That's, that's, that's for sure. That's true too. That's that, for sure. That's true too. Well, I want to add in here, you know, uh, Ron had, uh, before he even knew it, actually, before I met Ron, Ron had a lot to do with, my agreement to work with Tanya in that capacity uh, because um, I'd looked up Ron, like, because she, obviously when she came to me and she gave her pitch and this is what we're going to do. And this is what I can do for you. You know, you bring in other examples of successful people that you have worked with. Right. And, uh, and so Ron was the one closest to my industry, uh, which was the real estate industry and what he, what they had done. And, and she told me the whole story about, you know, look, he really had, you know, eight of the 10 pieces already put together. And then I came in and, uh, but it had a lot to do with legitimizing Tanya. And so yeah. I'm like, okay, uh, if this, if this businessman that I would like to aspire and try to get my business up to that kind of par, uh, if he is uh, really impressed with this person, then, then, you know, it, I guess it sharpened my eye to it. Obviously, like Ron said, you're going to be impressed with Tanya when you meet her anyway. Um, and she stands on her own merits, but it just helps when you have other people that you would like to climb to, to their level, uh, say, yeah, this is one, this is one to go with. And I think that had a lot to do with why I was so bought in to what Tanya was teaching that also led her to ask me to co-write a the real estate book. That's yeah. I want to say one more thing about that too, Adam, because you mentioned books and being such an incredible tool to promote yourself as the face of your business and books lend so much credibility. You know, a lot of people think, well, if you write a book, you're going to, you know, if it, you're going to make millions of dollars, right? Nope. It's very rare that that happens. <laughs> very rare. But what you will do is make millions of dollars in a, for your business, it just might not be millions of dollars in book sales because the biggest thing a book can bring you is credibility. And, and I, that is what I want everybody to understand. If you have a story, if you have something to share or something to tell or something to teach, do not hesitate to do that book. And I remember early on when I was working with Ron, I went through his YouTube channel and I'm looking at all this stuff, you know, stalking. And, uh, and I watched a, um, a presentation he gave at Columbus Community, Columbus State. Columbus Community. State, yeah. Columbus State, okay. State, yeah. So Columbus State, and it was on entrepreneurs, uh, entrepreneurial leadership. And it was, you know, when he started going through the list, he counted off like, I don't know, at the time it was 25. like- 25. 25, 25 yeah. things that he would uh, recommend to entrepreneurs to be great leaders or um, just characteristics that they needed to have things they needed to do. And I went to him and I said, Ron, we're writing a book about this. This is going to be in a book. And he said, oh, it is. <laughs> and I said, yes. So how many years later was it, Ron? It was two years, maybe. Yeah, a couple that, of years later we did. Yes. That and actually it, it became... Still, mm -hmm. You know, I call that my business card now. I mean, I give it away. I yeah. don't sell it. And I, I'm probably in the third print of it or, or something like that. And uh, people still, and, and it's amazing because it really does, again, it's really how I grew my business, what I'm about and what, again, my belief in is, and people are, their businesses are them as an entrepreneur. And uh, so, you know, thank you for putting that into uh, writing with me and, 
but you know that's the thing i love about you tony you've always pushed me to do things and i i go along with them or pulled me i shouldn't say you pushed me you pull me along you don't push me you pull me along because you have these brilliant ideas and you know the problem I have is when now I'm up to seven, you probably don't even know this, but I'm up to seven companies now. So, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's getting real interesting. And uh, yeah. <laughs> it was Time's real interesting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was real interesting when I was there, Ron. I can't imagine it now. Yeah, there were three. Now it's seven. Yeah. And uh, they're all doing, some of them are just exploding. Uh, so, and again, I, I, I still remember a lot of what you taught me. So everybody needs to, to learn from people. And you, you were a tremendous teacher. And I, I stick to certain things that to this day that you, you said, no, Ron, this is the way it's got to be. And you know what? You were right. And, and that's why that, I've been <laughs> successful is I listen to women, particularly you and my wife. I, if you remember, <laughs> I had a couple of different wives. But, I mean, one real one, but... The others that uh, that influenced me, and you were certainly one of them. Uh, I appreciate that so much. <laughs> we all get laughs out of those times for sure. But you know, there so there were so many things that I learned from you as well, and and how to be authentic was really one of those, Ron. You know that because I realized how important that was because you can't go out into the community and draw the kind of crowds and you know things that that you do that um, of people that you know don't don't understand what you mean to the community and it's just the not you know your your being a philanthropist as well is a huge part of why you know the brand is so beloved. Um, because you do a lot for the community and that is really, really important. And Michael does as well in, in this community here. And, um, and I think that speaks volumes, volumes, even more than any, than writing a book will is what are you willing to give back, you know, and that's a big part of the brand. Yeah. And I think it's, it's so funny. And I just thought of this, I'm sure you've heard it before, but I think it's like, it's, it's so true how you guys are brand face and it's not like a brand facade type thing like it's actually the person oh, it's not just a, it's not just a window dressing like it doesn't work if the person isn't authentic and true and successful and i think that really shows that you are highlighting these people but yeah it doesn't work for anybody because if you don't believe in the miss the mission nobody else will we're going to steal that adam but we're going to tell everybody that adam bankhurst there said we go. It. that's it's right adam bankhurst Cool. We absolutely will. And you know, as a result, and I know this is kind of a bold thing to say, but you know, I, I've never shied away from bold. Um, I, we won't, we don't work with everybody. Uh, and there are certain criteria that our team is taught to recognize and look for on calls when people reach out to us, because if, if, if those things aren't in place, uh, we're, they're taught to graciously, um, send them in another direction. Yeah. And, and that's because, you know, our reputation is important too, you know, and we want to be known for bringing the, you know, the best character out of the best characters. Yeah. I think that says so much about who you guys are and what you're trying to do. And it's, it's true. It's authenticity is, is authentic for a reason. And if you're not authentic, you'll get found out pretty quickly. So it's, uh, Ron, I, I think it's great. Ron said that, in fact, Ron, I think it might be in your book, if I'm not mistaken, is you can't like, you have to tell the truth because it will be found out. Oh yeah, definitely. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I paraphrased and yeah. probably screwed yeah. it up totally, but the spirit was there. <laughs> That's no, great. 
Well, those are the most dedicated people too, though. And they dedicate to those principles that work. So it does go hand in hand, I think, in, in the character of the person that, uh, that, that grows into a brand face uh, that is beloved in the community that also grows to add more business. And it also has to come together. Yeah. And, um, and so, you yeah. know, my concerns at the pandemic, I said this a year ago to my daughter and, and, and other friends in, in the company was that I wasn't going to be able to continue to give back at the level that I was. Fortunately, we did. And last year, we actually were able to do even more because of, you know, business has been very, very strong. Um, but, uh, you know, that was my concern. You know, I feel I'm in my legacy years and my legacy, you know, people said, what do you want to say on your tombstone? I just one one thing. Ron was a nice guy. That's all I care about. That's great. What about a pretty face? Can we put and that on? And a pretty face. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love it. Well, that's great. Well, you know, unfortunately, we do have to take a quick break before we come back for our last segment with the wonderful Tanya and Michael. So make sure to stay tuned to Grow Like a Pro on 610 WTVN, and we will be right back. Hello and welcome back to Grow Like a Pro on 610 WTVN with your hosts, Adam Bankhurst and Ron Greenbaum, and our special guest, Tanya Eberhardt, the founder of Brandface, and Michael Carr, the COO of Brandface and the CEO of Michael Carr and Associates. And my friends, we are once again at my least favorite segment, the last one, where we soon have to let Tanya and Michael go, but I look forward to hopefully having them back on in the future because it's just been such a pleasure to talk to both of you. And unfortunately, we don't have as much time in this segment, so I want to make sure to give you guys enough time to talk about kind of what the future holds for Brandface and if people were inspired and want, you know, would love your help, how they can get involved and keep up with you guys. You got it. Want me to take that one? Yeah. All right, I'll take that one. (laughs) So, um, what we, what we do is work with uh, business owners, entrepreneurs, real estate professionals. Basically, if you are an insurance agent, if you are a real estate uh, salesperson, if you own a car dealership, if you, uh, help me out here, home, There's any kind of home any kind of home improvement, uh, anything like that where you are the face of your business. Uh, obviously, it matters who you do business with. So you want to get your personal brand out there in a way that represents you the way that you you deserve. And so we do a three-step process uh, with our clients called define, develop, and display. Define, we help you define who your ideal customers are because everybody should have those super defined. If you try to do business with everybody, as we say, if you try to help Mm -hmm. everybody, you'll just help yourself right out of business. You need to make sure that you know who that ideal customer is so you don't waste time, money, effort going after everybody when you could really focus it on going after the right people. And then what is it about you and your business that really differentiates you from everybody in else in your industry? So you need to know those things first. Then you've got to develop the branding elements that go with that. So what are your brand colors? What does your logo look like? What about imagery, a collection of imagery for your brand that will capture that repetition that is so important in marketing? Uh, photos of your Self designed to capture how you want to portray yourself to the world, you know, that authenticity that we talked about. And then most importantly, brand messaging. What's the language that communicates what it is that sets you apart from all of your competitors? Then when all of those puzzle pieces are at play, then we move into that third phase, and that's displaying your brand consistently and correctly across 
all of your marketing platforms. They should never see something totally different on one platform than they see on the other. There should be a common vein of personal branding elements across everything that you do. It's that one thing you want to be known for in the image and language that helps to portray that. So that's kind of what we do. And the two ways that you can get in touch with us and learn even more, you can watch a short video on either one of these websites. It's, there's a, a link on there that says watch a free tra training video. If you are a business owner or entrepreneur, you go to brandfacestar.com brandfacestar.com. If you are a real estate professional, you go to brandfacerealestate.com. Watch that free training video and that'll give you a lot more insight. And then there's also a way to contact us, meet with us or our team members and talk about what it's going to take to get you and your personal brand to where you deserve it to be. Fantastic. And we'll obviously include all those links below. So if you, if you are curious, we highly, highly recommend you do it. And, um, you know, I wish we could keep going and going and going, but uh, this is the end of our show. And, you know, Ron, I'm sure I speak for you as well, but I can't thank you guys enough for, for sharing your story and your, your values and everything with us and the audience. So thank you both. Thank you for having us. Thank you. And I'd like to thank Ron for believing in me, have, having the confidence in me and being a true partner throughout the years. You've been incredible and a fantastic friend. I thank Ron for the same thing. You guys are the best. <laughs> I love it. Mwah. Thank you, Ron. Fantastic. <laughs> and we want to encourage people. Once again, if you miss any part of the show or any of our previous shows, you can catch every episode of Grow Like a Pro on your favorite podcast service around the world. And we come back each and every week with a new episode every Saturday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Grow Like on uh, 610 WTVN. And until next time, we really, really, truly appreciate you spending your hour with us. We hope you learned something just like we did. And we so much look forward to coming back next week with an even more, with another incredible guest. So thank you. Hope you have a great day and or night. And we will see you next week. Bye, everybody. We'll